0: of the Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. I'm excited about the interview that I have lined up for you today. Especially if you entrepreneur type souls that are out there, you definitely grab a pen and get ready to take some, some notes because this one here is definitely one you want to pay attention to. And those of you that thought about starting a business and haven't done so yet, or you are looking for like a side hustle, This is going to be the episode for you. Welcome to 2024, folks, because this is about to pop off and it's getting real. Uh, My guest today, I hope I pronounced her last name right because you guys know how I am, Leslie Hensel. You got it. Okay, cool. Uh, She is the co-founder of Riverbend Consulting, whose 85-plus employees solve critical problems uh, and offer... Growth strategies for sellers on Amazon and other e-commerce platforms. I know what you guys are thinking right now. Oh. Got to pay attention. Yes, you do. She's been selling on Amazon for the latter part of a decade. She in her free time likes to volunteer for a uh, a Wish with Wings and she's serving on the board of Haley's Heroes in Check these organizations out; they're absolutely amazing. So please go check those out. She's also the author of the Amazon Incubator, which we're going to get into here in just a little bit. But let me jump off the soapbox here. Without further ado, Leslie, welcome to the show. How are you today? I am great. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Listen, I got to add, let's dive. Let's dive into this. For what I missed, tell the listeners just a little bit more about yourself. So I
1: started my life many moons ago as an old school business consultant. All um, right. I yeah, that. yeah, old school. And when I say old school, I mean like working at an accounting firm. Old school. Wow, okay. Business consultant. Yeah. And and uh, then when I and I promise this is all relevant. Um when my husband and I decided we wanted to have kids, I wanted to be a mom yeah. and be able to to watch them grow up and be there for them. So I started a consultancy working from home, doing freelance gigs of all sorts of consulting and marketing and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um and I I did that for many years, had my kids. Uh things are are trucking along, going pretty well <laughs> and my uh older kid when he was about eight was diagnosed with autism and a whole bunch of learning disabilities, everything came to a screeching halt. And so my husband and I decided to homeschool him because school was not working for this kid. I mean, it was, it was a nightmare. It was torture. I know everyone listening has either been in this situation or seen it with someone else where the kid is not going to succeed in school. We decided to homeschool, do therapy for him. And so tell me, Adam, what do we do? Yeah. Uh, because that would mean losing all of my income uh, where I'd worked from home while the kids were in school. Right. Right. Yep. So, uh, way back then, um, before it was cool, I started selling on Amazon. And selling on Amazon was a way that we uh, pay for all of his very expensive therapy that wasn't covered yeah. by insurance. Wow. And that I was able to be home with both my boys, uh, during the day, I would source inventory at night. We would ship it on the weekend. So when you say, tell me about yourself and I jump right in, that uh-huh. has really been like the crux of my life. I'm all about my boys now they're 22 and 16.
0: Oh, and, and it.
1: the kid that we're talking about is now a junior at the university of Houston, uh, living on his own, uh, working, uh, uh a 40 hour almost a week job on top of going to oh. school great kid right so it worked um but through this what i really learned was how to be a great amazon seller and since then i've started a a full-time gig riverbin consulting where we help sellers of all sizes uh, but my passion is really the little guys the new guys the people who want a side hustle and who care about their family like me and my husband
0: yeah let let me let me let me Take a step back here, real quick, because you said a lot there. And first off, let me—it's uh it's such an inspirational story uh that you shared there. And you want to talk about like such a blueprint of what a what parenting really is. Having been a single parent myself for fifteen years, I didn't have the help, and and I couldn't imagine just the things that you went through. But the, it was as you were explaining it, and, and I know that you know. You guys that are listening right now, you can't see, but she, she as she's explaining she's got a smile ear to ear talking about her boys, and it's 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 such. A, and you guys know I'm I'm a softie when it comes to like hearing other parents' stories and stuff like that. Great job, mom! Great job uh, for doing that. So, all right, let's dive into this this Amazon the business side of Amazon. I'm going to ask a question, and 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 I'm going to be blunt about it. Is Amazon a legit bu- a business? Can you can you make a legit business out of Amazon selling on Amazon? So
1: it's a great question because the answer is yes, but there are a lot of scams out there you have to avoid.
0: Okay, can you elaborate on that because it because recently and we were talking a little bit offline, but like last week I was looking and it was like I'm hearing people like my account got hacked or my I'm getting kicked off of Amazon from selling X, Y, and Z or There's fakes and stuff like there's so many things you got to be. So give us elaborate on that for us, please.
1: There are a lot of challenges. It is tougher now than it was back in the day in 2010 um, when I started on Amazon. But really, it's just you have to operate like a legit business back then people wouldn't even do their books until December 31st or let's face it like the next April 15th they're Mm -hmm. throwing their books together Um, they wouldn't keep invoices on file and have all of their documents they wouldn't track their mileage until the last second Uh, they didn't really know their suppliers they're just throwing items up and they're selling they're buying stuff at garage sales you can't do it that way anymore you have to actually have an organized legit, old-school business. Um, But yes, you can be successful. What you do have to avoid, though, are the scams. So there are a lot of people out there. If you go on YouTube, Lord help you, and say, how do I start on Amazon? You get these crazy videos. So there's two flavors of these videos. I know everyone has seen them. Adam, I know you've probably seen them too. The first are the Lamborghini videos. Okay? So these are the videos that... (laughs) That the guy, like, rents some model and has her draped across his Lamborghini. And I'm not exaggerating.
0: I, I know, mean, they are That's out why there. I'm laughing, because it's so true.
1: Yeah, and it's parked in front of his fake mansion that he rented for the weekend, right? And they're like, just $5,000 and buy my course. And you're going to have all of this. And uh, um, so there's that flavor. And then the second flavor are these automated done-for-you stores and same thing pay me 5000 10000 those can be even more they're like 25000 right. my mom had a friend who got scammed on one of these just randomly and and came to me for help I and mean, they're they're really bad very aggressive and they tell you it's like an investment right. and you give us the money we source all the product we set up your store it's all done for you yeah. a lot of times those can be fronts for money laundering Um, They can be drop shipping that is outside of compliance with Amazon. So they take your money forever Um, and you end up with less than nothing. Uh, You did not invest in anything and you've got nothing in the end. So the easy answer is uh, don't do someone else's scammy system. Build your own, figure out what you want, what your goals are. And most of your listeners out there, their goal is not a Lamborghini. I mean, it might be. Like who doesn't want to drive a fast car? But if they, if you said, "What do you really want?"
0: Yeah,
1: they probably want extra money in retirement and to retire two years right. earlier, or or they want to put money aside for kids' college, buy or they a want house to pay or
0: a- retirement or what? Right. Yeah.
1: Right. Pay off the debts that are making them not sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going on a great family vacation. Uh, if it's a side hustle, yeah, those are real people dreams. Not the Lamborghinis, and not the do it for you. I, I think most people know you have to put in some work if you want to make money. Uh, so, if your expectation is it's all done for you, don't do it. So, so my question then
0: is: you. So, I think of Amazon, and forgive me if this is ignorant to think this way, but Amazon—you could pretty much nowadays. Amazon has taken over a lot of the brick and mortar, it it it, or so it would seem, and. It it's definitely I'll say this Amazon is convenient, right for for a lot of people, but again as you said you got to be careful what you go on there because you some, I I've been a victim of it where I've I've ordered something or so I thought it was and and it certainly wasn't what I got what I ordered when it when it came in so when you're when you're building a business and you're selling on Amazon then. How does how does that work? Do, do I do I just create a storefront and then I pick a few products that I would like to sell, and then just put those products on that store page and then pump out that URL to people to to go to or or I, how does it work?
1: So you're not far off, and let's start with a shocking statistic: almost two thirds of the products sold on Amazon are sold by third parties. Really? So they're not sold by Amazon. Uh, only about a third of the goods are actually sold by Amazon itself that is selling to you kind of like at Walmart or at Target when you go and buy the product at the store. Um, so a third are Amazon vendor, uh, where they actually own the product and yeah. sell it to you. Okay. Two thirds are all kinds of small businesses and brands all kinds so some of the biggest brands in the country sell as third-party sellers on amazon right so that. like for example ge small appliances they sell their small appliances and you're buying direct from ge on amazon right. and then there's all you know overseas sellers tons of people here in the u.s people selling out of their basement it's it's everything and all of those folks have decided on some product set Listed them on Amazon and started fulfilling either themselves or had Amazon fulfill for
0: them. Okay, so there, so, so from a third party perspective, you you mentioned GE, which is a big brand, so we'll just use that. So GE, their small appliances, they're like, hey, we're gonna use Amazon's platform to push some of our smaller appliances. I'm sure then there's a fee, Amazon takes a cut of whatever sale is there for them to use that platform or whatnot. I'm assuming that's how that works. Yes. Yes,
1: exactly. Okay. It's it's just like on eBay or any other platform there is a they call it a referral fee. Right. It's essentially like a sales commission taken by the platform. It's usually about 15%, it can be 10 in some
0: categories. So is it Well, let me see here. Uh can anybody do it then? I mean, can anybody set up an Amazon store and, and sell products? Is it so re- is it relatively an easy process to get started Is I guess is what I'm asking?
1: It's a little more challenging than in the past for folks who have older seller accounts. You would literally just sign up and go. Now you have to go through a verification process where they will get on a video call with you and you show them some documents to prove you're a real human and that it's really you. So you're showing them your driver's license or passport um, to say, yes, I'm real. I'm not a money laundering operation. This isn't all counterfeit goods. Yeah. That's it's, it's, and it's really stuff that's prompted by government regulation. It's not so much. Amazon doesn't really want to do it. It's very expensive. Right. Um, but it's, it's just, you know, government regulation stuff. It's not a big deal. It's five minutes.
0: Government regulation. That's a whole other topic in and of itself, folks. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so, so Leslie, you wrote a book, The Amazon Incubator. Grow your business or hatch a new one. Why? Why, why'd you, what was the purpose of writing the book? Let's start there.
1: So that's a great question because, um, what I don't do in my day-to-day business is actually work with small sellers. Uh, I work with enormous sellers. I work with, uh, one seller that's done a billion dollars a year on Amazon, um, all kinds of brands. That's, That's my bread and butter, but my heart is with small businesses and small sellers, uh, especially since that, you know, that was our ticket as a family. And I think that Amazon is still the most powerful business incubator in history. Um, Are there downsides? Are there problems? Absolutely. But it is the greatest business incubator that ever was. And, you know, I, I think there's so much opportunity, but these scams out there and the drop shipping scams and the... Do it for you scams. It's it's heartbreaking to me. So instead of spending five thousand dollars, you can buy a twenty-five dollar book. And what the book does is it lays out a way for you to create your own blueprint on Amazon. So each chapter reviews an area of selling and talks about how to build your business plan. And don't get freaked out by business plan. We're not talking some fifty-page document with right. appendices you're going to submit to the Small Business Administration. This is like bullet-pointed plan that I'm helping you put together um, that is specifically for Amazon that meets your specific goals. So if your goal is $1,000 of extra income every month, that's what the book will help you build. If it's to get to $100,000 a month, the book will help you get there too. It is really step-by-step how to understand Amazon
0: so that you can succeed. When you started off, and 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 this is kind of a two-part question. So when you started off back in the day, and I think it was 2010-ish time frame, if I'm not mistaken, yes. when you started off, what hours were you putting in then and then com- compared to what you're doing now selling on Amazon? Okay, so back then
1: <laughs> was really nuts. Um because we were hustling so hard. Right. So my husband would go to go to work, he'd come home, I would go source inventory. hours at night and then on the weekends as a family we would pack and ship all of our inventory but
0: when let me let me interrupt you real quick i'm sorry but when you say pack and mm -hmm. ship your inventory so Mm -hmm. what's this inventory is this other inventory that you've got from other amazon pages at the time or were you going out like garage sales and stuff like that and then packing and sending it to whomever purchased that particular product
1: So at the time, back then, I was doing retail arbitrage, which is still very popular. Um, It has some challenges and shortfalls, but it is a good way to get started if you do it the right way and you're very careful. Um, So I would go to discount stores uh, that had good invoices and receipts. I would go buy inventory there and we would flip it. And so what we would do, uh, we didn't want to have to ship orders to customers the day they came in and i still don't i still use amazon fba that is where you ship all of your inventory to fba warehouses and then they pick and pack and ship the order for you they get great rates on shipping so they can send things two day that you can't afford to send two day frankly unless you get large enough that you get like one rate or something from fedex you got to be huge mm-hmm. to do that um And also just if you're a small operation or you've got a family, it's really tough to drop everything and ship orders because we've done that. We do it at Christmas sometimes uh, where we will fulfill orders ourselves at Christmas. And it is tough to say, okay, we got to get these hundred orders out by the end of the day, (laughs) hurry up and do it. Um, So now uh, these days, my business is pretty automated. I have a VA's virtual assistants, who run most of my Amazon accounts, which I also um, teach you how to do in the book. So no worries. Everyone can get where they've got these very low cost folks who are handling a lot of operations for you. Um, I've got VAs who do that. I have some automatic sources of inventory and I don't really touch much product these days.
0: So where, okay. So I'm. this is like uh, the Bible of, of sales and, 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 you know getting is starting a business on Amazon. Leslie, where can I get this book?
1: Oh, well, thank you for asking. So you can go to the Okay. and we've got links there to the pages where the book is on every uh major book retailer. So it's actually distributed by Simon and Schuster. So it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um this isn't a a self-published, nothing wrong with self-published, but I'll tell you, I'm so excited because we've got the great distribution um, of having it out there. So if you go to theamazonincubator.com, it's got all those links and uh, you can check it out. Also, right now we have some great um, bonuses that are running for a while that if you order the book, and come back and put in your order number, uh, you get um, chapter two ahead of time. You get a uh, mini workbook to help you get started and then a three-part video course and some inspirational stories uh, to help you get that new business launched in 2024. I think a lot of people have a goal this year of more financial stability Yeah. Uh, just because of things that have happened over the last couple of years, like with inflation and other expenses and concerns. And And y'all, I'm not, I promise I would not sell smoke and mirrors because- uh, family is just too important. If you're looking for some extra income for your family, uh, Amazon could be your ticket this year.
0: Let's look at the future here at Amazon and and these small. But do you see this continuing continuing to grow over the next five to ten years, or do you see it plateauing anytime in the next three to five years?
1: So, right now, uh, some of the big financial analyst firms just came out with their projections uh, for online retail, and they are bullish on online retail. Uh, I will tell you, Amazon itself has really seen a pretty dramatic shift in the last couple of years. In the past, there was a real push pull inside of Amazon do we grow our own retail or do we grow third party sellers? Mm-hmm. The growth third-party sellers seems to have won. Uh, there are vice president-level people at Amazon putting out statements about how they want to get to 80% of the products on the platform being third-party sellers. Well, it,
0: it, I mean, if you look at it from a business perspective, that would make sense. Because if you're pushing other third-party, it's less that you need to do, and then you're taking a percentage of everything else. So it's it kind of like the... Uh, uh, Bob Parsons. He was the founder of GoDaddy. He's a Marine Corps veteran. Um, said it. He's like, you know, you can you can sell at an expensive price and get a handful of people, or I could sell it for ninety nine cents and get everybody in the world to to do that kind of a thing. And and, and I kind of what you're saying. I kind of see Amazon doing that. Uh, I re- I remember when Amazon first started being talked about in the you know, in the, in the nineties, um, back then. And to see it from that to where it is now, um, is great, but the downfall to it. And it's like with every corporation, anywhere you go, you know, you, you got to watch out for the, for the shady, you know, people that are out there trying to sell stuff. So let me ask you this for, for people that are hearing this, and and wanting to be a part of this. First off, if you're listening to this, you're already online. Just open up another browser, go to theamazonincubator.com, get your copy today, order it today, because this is going to help you. You have those dreams. You want to pay the. You want to pay that credit card off. You want to pay the house off. You want to take that family trip that you've been want to. You want to buy a, a investment property, but you need the money to do it. This is this is your ticket to doing it. And it, it's it's not we're not this isn't a, a get rich quick scheme. This is it. You got to do the work. But when you have somebody like Leslie here that puts the the tools out, she's she's basically twenty five. Was it twenty five dollars? Was that right for the book? Twenty five. Come on, twenty five dollars. She's handing you the blueprint to be successful. To to get the things that you want. Now you got to put in the work to do it this is this is great leslie for 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 those that are listening that either have a side hustle right now or they're they're hearing this and they're like oh i'm all about this what's what's the biggest thing or or maybe there's somebody listening like i buy amazon all the time but i'm not sure like how do i tell if it's legit how do i tell from purchasing from a legit company or person what is there something that people could look for be like, Hey, this, this is a red flag or something that you need to pay attention to when you're looking at products.
1: Such a great question. And there are several red flags that might jump out at you. Um, One is, and this seems so basic, but when you look at that listing detail page, it's the page that has the title, it's got the pictures, the bullets, trying to convince you to buy the product, Mm -hmm. scroll down through it and make sure that the reviews match the product there are people out there who will take over old dead pages we call them zombie pages so they're for products that are no longer being sold so say there's a five star amazing turvis tumbler like the one i'm using right now and uh, Turvis stops selling this beautiful tropical tumbler. And so the page kind of just goes dormant. Okay. Um, so someone else will gradually over time change the title and then the bullets and then the photos. And they're actually now selling a pet brush. And so if you read through the uh, older reviews, you'll see that it's actually saying this is the best turvis tumbler I've ever bought. Um, but they're selling a, a dog brush. That's That's pretty common. Also, you can now click on the seller's name and it pops up where they're located. It'll give you an actual address of where they are. There are uh, reasons to be careful about the locations of where you buy products. Um, sometimes there are overseas products that are very poor quality. Some overseas sellers do a great job, yeah. uh, but, but some of them really don't. And when you click on that name, it also pops up their store feedback. So this isn't a product review. This isn't the the five-star product. This is actually a store review. And that is where you will see people say things like I bought this and it arrived seven weeks later and broken or never received it. Um, Those store reviews, that store feedback is actually as important or more important than the product feedback. Cause usually if you've got a hundred percent, amazing store feedback, you try and sell good products. And if you've got lousy store feedback, you don't care so much about the products. Yeah. Um, so definitely look there. Uh, I, I don't have a problem buying from overseas sellers, but I do like overseas sellers who ship their items to FBA. I do not like buying things that are delivered from China Post. Um, those tend to be the, uh, the more garbagey yeah. items, frankly. But if they're shipping them into the FBA warehouse, they know that there can be eyes on that product. So it tends to not be, you know, knockoffs and to counterfeit as much.
0: I'm I'm just so at awe right now with, with this. There's so much opportunity for people, and and the fact that you basically are you've created this blueprint. I'm excited to see how many people pick this. If you're listening, we're going to have this in the show notes. We'll have the direct link to uh, Leslie's uh, personal. You know, social media stuff as well as the AmazonIncubator.com where you can purchase the book. Highly, highly recommend that as you're listening to this, if you haven't done so already, get over there and get your copy uh, today. Because, you know, we're still in the beginning of 2024. And what better way to kick off the year is uh, doing this, start a business, start start a side hustle. Blueprint's done for you. You just got to do the work. You know, make this year your best year yet. And really, Leslie's done that for you. So let's make it happen, guys. Leslie, before we let you go, we're coming up on time. I I have a question that I ask all my guests. You're on a show called The Decision Hour. We have to make decisions every day, right? Name a time in your life where your feet are on the line and you have to make that decision. What is it? And what's the atmosphere like? Such a good question.
1: Okay. I've got one. Okay. So, okay. All my stories are about my kids. I feel bad because I'm such a mommy. (laughs) I'm such a mommypreneur. Such a serious mommypreneur. I love this. Um about uh oh gosh how many years ago is it now it's seven years ago my younger child who is now 16 and i I have to tell you big strong healthy football player dude um that kiddo was diagnosed with cancer uh yeah so i had autism and cancer growing up It's, it's a challenge in our house um so that kid uh was diagnosed with cancer and We've gone through all of these different uh, medical things round and round with him ever since. He's, he's a healthy dude. Um, and about nine months ago, uh, he had been having all kinds of crazy health problems. And we decided to take him to an immunologist to try and get him treatment and all of these things. And uh, they presented us with an option. You can start this new drug and it might work or it might not. What are you going to do? I know this doesn't seem like that big of a deal to a lot of people when you've got a 16 year old with a complex medical history who has been through the ringer and your family's been through the ringer. And you're saying, are you willing kid to give yourself an infusion through your stomach for two hours every weekend that you will administer yourself for the rest of your life? Are you willing to do that? So I had to be ready to say, I'm so excited and you're going to do this and we're going to do it together and it's going to work. And, and dude, what if it didn't work Adam? What if it didn't work? What would he, would he trust us? Would he trust our, our decisions with his medical? He's going to be out of the house in two years, right? My husband and I had a a long uh, family meeting about it. Um, This is an immunoglobulin infusion. Uh, We decided that we were going to encourage strongly our son to do it. Sat down with him, explained why he bought in, and I tell you, six months later, his health has improved like fifty percent. But one of the hardest decisions that we've made, which seems easy after doing chemotherapy and surgeries and stuff, right? But it's not because this is a you have to do this forever for the rest of your life now.
0: It's it's. I'm speechless right now. I can't even. I'm no fun. I'm a big breakdown. No, 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 no. Listen, I, I, I tell you, but I appreciate that. First off, thank you for sharing that, because there's somebody out there that listens to this that needs to hear what you just said. So thank you, thank you for sharing that. Well, can I can't imagine, I can't imagine going family. through that. You know, I can't imagine going going through that not only as a parent but but your son and he, he's 16 now
1: yes yeah hey. he started the infusions at 15 and administering them himself
0: that's yeah. strongest <laughs> he's
1: a dude he is a dude that's, he uh that's a, he strong, has a that's
0: a strong young man right there
1: yeah he has an immunological uh, deficiency which is why he got cancer now we know um and he plays football And he's in honors classes and he does all the things. And he played football with this, making him sick all the time. But, you know, learning to be brave as a family, because you said feet on the line. Yeah. That whole learning to be brave together and saying, we're going to do this stuff and stick to it. And I know this will sound really goofy. It is not that far from like business and small business, starting your own thing, selling on Amazon. I, I work with people whose Amazon businesses have been suspended by Amazon. They have all kinds of problems. You know, it's it, that kind of bravery. It's in business every single day, every single day. Yeah. So if you it, it don't think it's a small thing, the people who are like, I don't know if I should start a new thing. It's hard. It's scary. But you stand up and do it, it changes your life.
0: I love it. I love it. Leslie, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you. I really do.
1: It's been awesome to be here, Adam.
0: Thank you. I love it. Folks, that's all the time that we have today. Make sure you go check out the incubator.com Get your copy today. And before we let you go, make sure you go check out Heroes Media Group, our parent network. Go check out all the great shows and uh, new articles and stuff coming for 2024. Until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.